The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now. Here I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Between Terminas and Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those watching on the local voice and also on SoundCloud and uh, my co-host here, Ian. It's been a month. Uh, it, I, yes, I'm back. Yes. Uh, a lot going on here at ONTV in the last month. Mm-hmm. Getting back to normal notice. Yeah. Mask-free. Mask-free. Which is a good deal. Very I got my first deal. shot coming on Wednesday. Beautiful. You're good to go, right? Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're excited. It's a little bit of normalcy coming oh, back yeah. coming back to uh, ON TV here mm-hmm. and, and the show. And the show. I mean, like, and Ian, of course, um, you got some news to talk about, of course, with the um, with the um, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So um, during the, you know, the COVID and the whole pandemic thing, ON TV had to retool the way we did business, mm-hmm. right? I mean, staff was working from home we were working out of our basement still trying to run a tv station you know with 24 7 programming working with you guys in the podcast and all of our von uh, our volunteer producers like yourself and over the course of the year we learned a lot about live streaming and different applications and what we can do so yes we the show looks and sounds exactly the same but we've added a new feature it is youtube live so really YouTube Live, we've been fiddling with it for some time. It's given us some troubles with some of the systems we have in place. But now we know that uh, with experimentation and a variety of other uh, situations we've gone through with YouTube Live, we are now live streaming OAA now. Yes. Live on Mondays at 10 a.m. And then 10 a.m. is when we always do it on Mondays. And we have for years. Yes. And so now it will be live on YouTube. Yes. And to watch it, you head on over to OrionOnTV.org, click the Watch Live button, scroll to the bottom, and hit Stream. And it, I will it's have a right link, there. I will have a link to this <laughs> on my blog at SammySemiCoolInTermina.blogspot.com if you want to get um, more information on that. Yeah. We've had a lot of districts released lately. Oh, there's so much information. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen you. Like you said, we've seen each other in passing. We chatted online and mm-hmm. you know emails and stuff, but there's a lot going on, and I feel like I'm – I'm like uh, one of the listeners uh, tuning in today mm-hmm. uh, to sit there and go, Sammy, what's been going on? I've been out of the loop for so long. How was your 4th of July? Oh, um, mine was pretty good. It was hot. Yeah. Um, I, I had some yard work I wanted to do, but it didn't get done because it was so toasty. So pretty much uh, stayed in the air conditioning, played some music, you know, hung out with my family, and it was really nice. I had life uh, life of adventures up north in Port, <laughs> up in Caseville. I mean, like yeah, you were dodging some twisters, eh? Yeah, I had to dodge a twister um in Port Austin. Obviously, um, heart and condolences go to the um Vic, to the um to um everybody up there in Port yeah, Austin. Yeah, that was impacted by was impacted the tornado. By the yeah. EF two tornado. Um, it was about four miles north of where I was at, and um, it was just yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. like we lost power for about five minutes, and then. Got it back, and then I know a lot of people in Port Austin, they lost power. Um, and lost some power. Lost, and lost belongings, lost. A barn. barn went off. <laughs> a, a, um, a roof the went roof off. Ripped up. A, a, I it, saw the picture. It uh, was. It was pretty wild. It was wild. It was, yeah. it was really wild, especially the um, a viewer who um, filmed the tornado off 50, um, 53. Um, it was just, really? that was insane. Well, and we heard too, and you can confirm this or not. Uh, tornado sirens did not go off for you guys. We here on County was not under, not under a tornado warning. Sirens did not yeah. go off. Um, 
So, you know, so so that just says if there's severe weather or you see thunderstorms and things, just be cautious. Be because cautious. You, you know, might you not can't, know you when can't it's trust coming. the siren. You can't trust. You cannot trust the sirens. I mean, like said, so if you, you know, hear it, you take cover. Do what you hear you, it, take cover. But you know, but you just gotta just, be vigilant. You know, you especially around vigilant. the big lakes and that oh, sort of yeah. thing. Oh yeah, especially aware. you know, be aware. Be yeah. be aware. But other than that, I mean, like we've, it was hot up there. It was. We had days where it was less humid. Yeah. Now it's humid today. Yeah, it's sticky. Um, it is. And thinking sticky. of the athletes, right? So last week was a dead period for some of the sports. Mm-hmm. We know track and field or cross country. It was a dead, dead, dead week. Mm-hmm. And they're back at it this yep. week. Yep. And then there's some that are on the dead this week. I know the MHA offices are closed, which means um, districts are not going to be released this week. So okay. unfortunately, but. But we do have the volleyball districts up. They're on my blog at sammysemicolontermina.blogspot.com. Already. Um, already. Um, I got my insight and everything on that. So if you want to take a look, volleyball fans, um, it is on there as well. Um, a lot to talk about this week, um, obviously. I mean, <laughs> but. Um, well, it's the, well, the offseason, right? A lot of moves, a lot of changes, a lot of different things. A lot things. of changes, a lot of different things, especially, you know, you're looking at uh, football. With football right now, you got a lot of seven-on-seven seven going yeah. on. Um I've heard from, I've heard about West Bloomfield, how they've been. I've heard about North Farmington, how they've been. Yeah. Um, heard about um, Lake Orion, how they've been. Um, you know, I mean, like, but I haven't heard, you know, how each team has, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, all 20 of all 21. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So that's really but, interesting. But this is the time where you start going, okay, this is, I like this time of year. Mm-hmm. Because uh, your projections you start putting lists together. We start, I've been doing that, actually. I mean, we, I'm starting. Well, we start spe- speculating on, <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay, what's the new look uh, Stony Creek going to be like? Yep, what's the that's new, the story. New look West Bloomfield. New look West Bloomfield going to look like. What yeah. about Clarkston? Cl- what about Lake Orion? What about Oxford? Um, what about Southfield? I mean, like, what yeah. about, um, you know, then you got well, Berkeley. What new, about new faces what of about the players? Farmington? What about Rochester? I mean, Absolutely. like, what about Berkeley? I mean, like, you know, Bloomfield Hills. I mean, Pontiac, you know what I mean? I mean, you. I don't think you saw this, but Pontiac football, the Pontiac Athletic Department, released a um a Twitter um post on their new football field. Really? They're getting a new football field. They're at, bu- they're actually building one. They're building one at the high school. Really? So, and they sent out they sent out like um if you look at the Pontiac at high school athletic department okay. um Twitter page. You're, you'll see, like, a new multi-purpose field on there. I responded on that, and I said it was awesome. Awesome. You know, it is it is so beautiful. I mean, the end zones are purple. Um, <laughs> well, that's their color is purple yeah, and purple silver, and right? silver, Purple, silver, and black. I mean, like, but I was really, really happy for, for um, Pontiac um, that they got the um, – I mean, like, I'll send you the link on that, Ian. I'll send it to okay. you. You know, it is it is so beautiful. I mean, like. Well, that's, you know what? But that is also progress. Mm-hmm. That is progress for that program, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going down to the historic field to play, correct? Is right, it, Wisner. Wisner, right? So they were going down there. That's been revamped. It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a home well, yeah, for Pontiac, the they have to travel. You know what I mean? They got to travel. Every, whereas, everywhere. whereas now, you know, with this new field, that they're getting, I mean, like it, it. I mean, like it is absolutely beautiful. It, it, I mean, the field they've—it's uh, a multi-purpose field. It's a turf field, um, and 
I know this has been in the works for a long time. It is beautiful. Just beautiful. I mean, like, I mean, like, it, I mean, like, um, what they've done, I mean, athletic director Lee Montgomery, um, has done a fantastic job with the, you know, with Pontiac. I mean, like building, you know, giving them, you know, the, 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 the best, tools, the tools and, the and everything, you know? Yeah. Yep. And he's, he's done a really good job about that, yeah. you know? Now I'm curious to see how their football team's going to look. I mean, <laughs> especially that have, they've won 10 games and, 10 years, you know, yeah. that's bad. I mean, that's not good. And coaching stability. And coaching stability. So that's a big kind question there. So, yeah. you know, and I but, know. But I, th- I have a feeling that is a step in the right direction. Well, right? it is. It is. Because not only that, but it, it helps. It's not just a football field, but I'm sure it's a soccer field, yep. lacrosse field. Lacrosse field, right? yep, yep. They put, it, yep, lacrosse track. in there. Track's going to be, a new track will be on there. Um. I'm curious to see where they're going to put the chopper pit at. Um, <laughs> but um, but it's a it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful. It's a I'm, well, well, that's awesome. Did, did you see the renderings of the drawings? Or? I saw the drawings, and I've they've sent like um photos up. Um, if you want to take a look at it, I will send a link out there. Um, for for the listener, for the viewers, obviously. Um, yeah. It is a really beautiful field that Pontiac um Pontiac has. I mean, like and um. You know, and I am really, really happy for them. And really happy. And programs like Pontiac or struggling programs, it's a, it's amazing how new facilities could re-energize it. It could. Right? You know, let's not one. Forget. It's going to bring out the crowds. Let's because not forget. They want to this see is it. the same team. This is the same program, football program. I know that got new helmets from the Detroit Lions. Oh, really? Yeah, a couple years ago. So they, they donated uh, helmets to them. That's yeah. awesome. You know, and um, you know, and. I think that's a great thing that they yeah, did. That's that is great. A really. Where can we see the photos? Um, we could see the photos. Um, if you go on the Twitter, it should be PHS Athletic Department. Um, I will send the link out later today, and I'll I'll put a I'll release a column on it, and I'll put it on the blog at semi-semi-colon-terminal-blogspot.com. Okay. So I'll do that. That's later awesome. Today. Now that's good news. Mm-hmm, that is really. That's a great thing to start your day. You know what <laughs> it I mean? is. That's a good. That's it a, is a that's be- a positive news story. Um, for this Pontiac, program yep. and Pontiac and all that good stuff. So it's always good to have positive. Yeah, it's always uh, beautiful info. to have a beautiful. I mean, like, and when you seen it, when I seen it, I'm going like, oh my goodness, it is so <laughs> beautiful. You know, it is so beautiful for a team that really needs it in the worst yeah. way possible. You no, know what I, I mean? I agree. Yeah, um, right there with you, Sammy. Mm-hmm. So now let's go from football news a little bit. Let's go to basketball. Um, obviously, um, the one of the stories is um. Is at Farmington. Um, Coach Terrence Porter. Um, he um stepped down. Um, he wrote a tweet. Um, he wrote a tweet on um, on um couple. It was before the fr- It was before the Friday. Um, that um, it was on the Friday that I actually was up north, and I couldn't believe that um he um he was stepping down, and I and um and um he said, "quote I've officially resigned as the head boys basketball coach at Farmington High School." I want to thank the administration, community, and staff at Farmington for a great 11 years. I want to thank all the players for allowing me to coach you. Thank you for, to the many supportive parents. That's what the tweet read. Okay. So in his 11 years at Farmington, Porter was 128 and 108 at Farmington. He took over the job for Coach Steve Norgrove. Of course, Norgrove is now at Stony Creek. Um, you know, when you look at what he's done, I mean, he's led Farmington basketball to – some double-digit wins. Um, 
You know, they've he's he's done a wonderful job at Farmington. And you yeah. look at um of course, um you look at where the program is at now. I mean, last year they had a really difficult year in the red. They did. Um of course they um did have to overcome the um departures of Jaden Akins and Terrell Humes who um left the um program That's to go right. to prep schools. That's right, I forgot about that. There was rumors now that Robert Davis could leave to go to a prep school. Um and that would leave Prince Jackson. And um you know, if that were the case. So when you look at Porter left the program in a good note, but he left the program in a really bad spot. Because now you're looking at the fact that Farmington's gonna be in the red again. Yeah. And you're going up against the likes of Ferndale, Barkston, West Bloomfield, Oak Park, who looks really improved, mm-hmm. um, North Farmington, and then there's Adams. And we know what Adams has. Yes. So when you look at Farmington's situation, this team could be in a whole lot of trouble this year. You know, they could be. You know, and then Porter leaving, you know what I mean? So, And when coaching, you know, coaches we've seen – Every year, they're leaving or coming and going. Mm-hmm. There's never a good time. No. Right? I mean, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. This is the timing and uh, the makeup of the team. And if you have, like, the whole prep school thing, just I, I'm still shaking my head over a lot of it. I know, I know the kids are looking for opportunities and things, and COVID was kind of the, the motivator to say, hey, they're, per- per- you know, they're performing uh, games and practices and stuff out of state, so, hey, let's try different things. We saw that on on uh, a lot mm-hmm. last year, right? Yeah. But there's no good time for a coach to say, I'm stepping down. You no. Know? Um, I mean, the worst would be the day before the season begins, of course. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say they're on the map, but they, that's a solid program. I mean, through, through the uh, – through the uh, sub varsity levels coming in, right? I mean, they built. That's the big question for me. With I mean, them. he was there long enough to build something. I mean, you have two hundred, you know, hundred plus wins. If you, you want know, to be good, if you want to be, you got. If you want to be in the red, you got to have solid sub varsity programs. Yes. And I know when I looked at the last year's stats, Farmington really struggled, you know, with the sub varsities, okay. and you know, and. When you're looking at, okay, you're going up against teams like Ferndale, you're going against teams like Clarkston, you got North Farmington, West Bloomfield, Oak Park, Adams. I mean, like, that's not an easy, that's not going to be easy at all. And when you really look at, um, you know, Farmington, you know, do you think this should have been a team that should be in the white and instead in the red? That is a big question. So... I always find it interesting at times when the they decide to shuffle teams, mm-hmm. regardless if it's basketball or football, mm-hmm. and it's usually after success, correct? Right. But the problem is, you have success. Like, let's look at Stony Creek. A lot of success. Stony Creek. Football, Every, yep. Everybody graduated. Yeah, for now, the most part. Yeah, and now, now they're going to be in the red. <laughs> so for your for your reward, you're going into the red, and that's not that to say that they're rebuilding. But to be pushed up into that next level of competition. And they're going against the likes of Clarkston, Lake Orion, Oxford, West Bloomfield, South and A&T. Congratulations. Congratulations. You, had, you had a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, right between the eyes. But, you better be ready. But I know, I know one, Nick Merlo better be ready. But I do know the coaches are like, hey, fine. Move us up to the red. 
that means they are establishing themselves. You know, their program is taking hold. Mm-hmm. There is success. And the kids, don't you think the kids want to? It's like that is a, hey, we're moving up to the red. Yes, because that is where the top competition is in the mm-hmm. league. And, that's, and you got a lot of proven state champions in that division. That's where you go prove yourself, and right? We've heard coaches say that at media day all the time. We oh, want to yeah. go prove ourselves in the red. And I, I just think it's another opportunity. But I still think it's odd. It's like because high school is so cyclical. I mean, kids come and go all the time. It's not like, co- well, college is a, a train wreck. But yeah, traditionally, college. you have everybody you know, on varsity for four years, maybe five. Now, this is... You might get two. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the the bench warmer who's earning his way to the varsity, the starter status. Mm-hmm. So there's so many unknowns yeah, on the basketball. There's side a lot of, of unknowns. I mean, like, but yeah, welcome to the red. Hello. Yeah, that's not easy. <laughs> but on Farmington's case, you know, you I mean, the rumor, the rumors rumbling about um about um Robert Davis leaving. Um, that is to go to the preps to go to um. Robert Davis going leaving to go to a prep school, um, and then now you know if you lose him, you're gonna have ja- Paris Jackson there, and you don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of talent in that program. And does that answer? Do you think Farmington should be in the red, even uh, though they're going to be in the red this year? But the, do you think they should be? See, when I mean, going back twice to what I said, it's like. Mm-hmm. The problem is they've had defections. Right. Kids leaving and not due to graduation, right? Mm hmm. So that is a whole nother. Yeah. Uh, you know, whole other can uh, of worms. Problem. Mm hmm. Right. Do they belong? I would say, hey, they're in the red. You got to deal with that. I'm not going to say if they belong or not. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. And, you know, just like some other teams, they might surprise you. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, like, don't sleep on Adams. Don't sleep on Oak Park. I mean, like, don't sleep on West Bloomfield. No. I mean, like And to and going back to your mantra, play the better teams, you get better. Yeah. Right? So I would say, yes, they belong in the red. Okay. Uh they may be shuffled out after a season. Maybe. But uh we will see. And then let's look at okay, who do you think would replace a um, Ger- um Terrence Porter? I mean, obviously the athletic director at Farmington is Tim Miklash. Of course, he was a former growth basketball coach at Harrison. So I kind of thought about maybe two guys that really okay. would be really interesting fits. Um, Jareel Hogan is a is a he used to coach at um, Harrison um, until they closed down. Um, did you see what they did to Harrison? No. Um, they turned it into it's a, a community, com- community center. center. Yeah, they turned it into a community center. Yeah, you, know, you can't left, tear that down. They they left the athletic facilities alone. Um, they but the inside of that it looks beautiful. It looks absolutely updated. Beautiful. So a community center is always great to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, place to go. You can have uh, workshops and classes and stuff. It just enhances the community. Mm-hmm. And they uh, yeah, created basketball courts, gyms. Awesome. I mean, like you know, and it's absolutely beautiful there. Yeah, but Drew Hogan would be a really interesting fit because he was the last coach, at, basketball coach at Harrison. Um, I don't know if he knows Tim Miklash very well. I don't know if they know each other real well. Okay, I know he was a JV coach last year. Um, he is he works in the Farmington School District. Um, but another name that's been really interesting to me is Stepan Wilson. Okay, um, Wilson is the current coach at Hazel Park. 
Um, he's led the Vikings. Um, he's led rebuilding projects before, and Hazel Park. We know um, that's been a um, that was a train wreck since um, <laughs> the 2018 year. Remember that year when they had um, when they when they were really good. Remember yeah when they were the number two ranked team in the state going up against Clarkston, and uh, look what happened there. Um, but they were not the same team after that game. No, no, um, no. So. When you look at Wilson, um, that is another name. He used to be an assistant at um, Hazel Park. Um, no, he used to be an assistant, at, you know, head coach at Harrison. Um, led the um, girls team there at Harrison for a time. Um, I think he coached the boys team as well. So when you really look at Stephon Wilson, you know, he could be a guy that could be a yeah. possible fit there at Farmington. I mean, like, there's, there's just two names that are considered. I know Coach Tim McLash, um has got a list um, of candidates, you know, who he'll be looking to interview. I know that he just inter- he just got the um, did the football gig a couple um weeks, couple yeah. mo- weeks ago, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, and he went in house with that. Um, so a lot of changes down there. A lot of changes at Farmington. I mean, obviously, you know what's been going on down there. I mean, like um, but it's something to keep a very close eye on. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, like. And then when you look at the other um, vacancies, obviously in the boys' side of things, I mean, we're, I'm going to split up the boys and the girls. Um, the boys' side of things, of course, Rochester. I want to hear your thoughts on Nick Ebola at Rochester. Um, we talked about him um, at Adam. I mean, when um, when um, he used to be at Warrenwood's Tower, um, and now you have in he's a, he's a, he's a teacher at Rochester High School. We've seen this before. And I didn't like what he did at Adams a couple. It was there for about a week, and then he left. I didn't like that. But yeah, that was. But uh, yeah, you look at Ebola taking over for Vance Kirkwood. Um, you know, and I think this. Well, is what's a, your initial thought? I mean, for you, what was your impression? Well, when Ebola, I, I had a feeling. You know, I didn't like how um they treated Vance Kirkwood at Rochester. I didn't like how they um for. I mean, to me, it was a um. I don't know what happened over at Rochester, um, but um, but I'm really happy for Vance Kirkwood though that he um got a, he's the new girls basketball coach at Sterling Heights Stevenson. Yeah. I was really happy about that. Um, but with the bowler coming in there, I just thought you know it was. I had a feeling he would be the guy. Yeah. That he um, you know, teaches in the district. Um, he um, he. He was just ready to get back into into coaching, you know, yeah. and, you know. And we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, coaches uh, have teaching backgrounds. Yeah. Right? I mean, a coach is a teacher. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we see it. Like, Orion's head football coach. He's a John Blackstock instructor at Walden. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, gym, gym instructor and uh, health and all that good stuff. And then, you have, you know, we've seen it all over. And. I, I think those are I know at Troy, especially Gary Fralick teaches in the teaches PE. Um I just think those are good mm-hmm. choices because when you have a co- obviously performance matters, mm-hmm. right? And what are they gonna do on the court or the field or whatever? But Kirkwood won a gold championship last year. You know, for Rochester. He won the gold title. You know yes. what I mean? And um, you know, so. But there's there's always stuff you don't know. Right. Right, and you, we're we're looking on the surface. We're we're even beyond the surface. We're out here with binoculars, going, "What's going on over there?" Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I know you have your little uh, newsy guys around, giving you, feeding you information. Um, and 
you know, but you can only guess, and I'd rather not guess. I'd say yeah. usually moves like that where you have the coach in-house, or at least who's teaching in the district, it's it's usually a good good deal. And then when you look at Rochester, obviously they do return five star five players who um led a course by Matt Stone. Yeah. And you look at Rochester, um, you know, a lot of people look at Rochester as possibly the team to beat in the blue division. Even though you got Berkeley, Oxford, yeah, Safi A and T's in there. That's a statement um, too. That's, C- yeah. I mean Seaholm yeah. in there as well. I mean Troy Athens as well. I mean so coming like, into a decent situation. It's coming into a decent situation, you know what I mean? And then you look at Program strength is still a concern for me when I look at a bolus team. Program strength is a big concern for me. Yeah. Um, and a teams in that division. I think Berkeley's gonna be very good this year. I think Athens, you know, even though they lost their bigs and um they lost their two bigs and um Jacob Thornton and Michael Justice. Um Oxford, you know they're gonna scrap and battle every night. <laughs> see home. See home, you know, they're gonna battle every night. And then you look at um A and T, they they're coming down from the white division. You know, uh-huh. to the Blues. So when you really look at the at Rochester, the Blues not going to be an easy division for them. No. So when you really look at, you know, what a bowl is going to have to deal with, obviously. Um, Do you think it's uh, was it? Well, last year I think it was one of the most wide open groups. The goal, yeah, was really wide yeah. open. Yeah, I mean, and so now, uh, what do you think moving forward? Well, when you look at the gold, now you got, and then you add Harper Woods to the mix. That's right. Uh, if you're just joining us, Harper Woods. Yeah. Okay. Starting in the winter. New member. Starting in the winter. That that's wild. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be so strange. Yeah, to see them in the OA yeah. and in the gold division. Driving up to Oxford, play a game or two. Imagine if you had mean, if imagine if Oxford had to play Harper Woods. That is a drive. Yeah. It's a heck of a drive. I would love to see footage or whatever the notes from the meeting that says hey how about harper woods you know how did that come about we need to get an oaa commissioner get, in here who's who's a who's a commissioner of the oaa I don't know. <laughs> is there even one I a committee I, I would love there is a committee yeah i would love but, to hear but i would love to i'm curious to see how that worked out with harper woods yes. in the league. i mean like i'm curious to see how that would go um, yeah, but anyway, I think that, you know, I think that, um, you know, just when you look at, and Harper Woods is looking for a boys basketball coach because their coach stepped down a couple weeks ago and also at Ferndale university. Those are the, uh, um, yeah, those are the coaching searches right now, um, going on, but Ferndale university is actually not, not a bad job. It's pretty, no. I, I mean, like they got some good players on that team. They got some experience, um, the Amigos, their team to definitely keep an eye on. And yep. then Harper Woods, they got a lot of experience coming back. So when you look at yeah. the gold division, you got Harper Woods there. Pontiac's going to be a very solid team again this year. Um, I know Coach Damon O'Neill really well. Um, you know, but then you don't know with Royal Oak. You don't know with, um, you know, you don't know with, um, you know, Royal Oak's gonna be a big mystery team to watch. Avondale, I think, is gonna be better than people think. I really, I'm really high on Avondale. And then you look at um, of course, um, Ferndale University, and you know, and I think it could be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It, anytime you have the changes, see, and this is the fun part, right? This mm-hmm. is the fun part of the year. This is where we get to guess and um, predict or pretend to predict. <laughs> What's going to happen? This is the fun bit. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, um, 
when you, we sat down and you said, yeah, seven and sevens are going on for football. I was like, oh, because. Well, seven on seven to me, you know, it's not like, it's not like. I know, but it's, but for me, it says football is around the corner. That is true. Right? Mm-hmm. And and you go, wow, we're in July. We're in July. And yeah. let's go. Let's go. I'm <laughs> Yep. And then, you know, there's just there's just something about football, man. There's something about it, Sam. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Especially with the smell of fall in the air. Um, oh, not yet. I go, I, we get the smell of tornadoes and thunderstorms. But the the idea of, ooh, it's happening. They're getting together. They're getting the together. kids are working hard. And this just, it just makes you excited for when mm-hmm. we start smelling that. Fall. Yep. And Harper Woods <laughs> has got a pretty good football program. You know, they? they got a really good football program. I mean, like, so I'm curious to see how they do next year in yeah. the way. I mean, how, like, so and not to, and how will that work? I mean, they're they're gold in basketball. They're gold in basketball. Um, I think they could be a white division white t- team okay. next year. I really think they will be a white division team. Right. Um, but I know how good that program is. They got some really good players in that program down there in Harper Woods. I mean, like, just wild. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you look at obviously um, Ferndale University. Obviously, um, you know, you know, and you know, in the in the fall in football, they co-op with Ferndale, and we know how good that program's been. Yes. Um. So I'm curious to see. You know what I mean? Like a lot of interesting storylines around the state. Obviously, um, the the rumor about Saginaw, Saginaw Arthur Hill merging into one really? school. Really? Yeah, that could be. That could really happen. Um, I know that there's been talk about that up in Saginaw. Wow, um, uh, attendance co- is getting to that point. Mm-hmm, that we they s- could merge, you know what I mean? And that could end one of the most legendary rivalries in um, the basketball in the yeah. state with Saginaw and Saginaw Arthur Hill. You wow. Know? Well, we saw it in, you know, mm-hmm. in Farmington, yeah. right, with Harrison, Harrison and stuff. We've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it with Harrison, I mean, obviously. Wow. Um, wow. Now, let's go to girls, obviously. Um, of course, we've had some coaching moves there. Um, girls basketball. basketball? Yep. Obviously, Adams, um, Paul Malberg. Um, uh, Joe Malberg, he took over the reins at, um, Adams, of course, taking over Shea Lewis. I wanted to see your thoughts on this. Um, I know you watched my previous podcast about Malberg's hire and why I really like this hire. You well, know? it's, it's, it's always hard. Like we're talking about mm-hmm. coaches this time of year. We have, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the re, the, uh, revolving door of coaches. That's not, no, that's not an accurate thing. But uh, coaches come and go, and this is the time of year to see that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll say it just – I don't know basketball the way you know basketball or the coaches coming in. But it's – for me, it can be an exciting time because sometimes coaches can bring new energy, mm-hmm. right? They bring I think a Robert system. will bring new energy to Adams. I really think he will bring new energy right? is, to is, them. This is, a, is this a hire that is looking to push the team – to a new level, or is it a rebuild, right? And I don't think it's a rebuild. I just you know think if it's that, just a you know, you know but but Malbrook, what he did at um Sterling Heights Parkway Christian, you know, he had a um he had a real tough year last year. I mean, like, but he did win 15 games his second year. In his three years there, I mean, he won 30 games. Mm. I mean, so when we look at Malbrook, I just think that. It's going to take some time for him to get the program going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, you know, they did lose a lot. Um, obviously, when you lose players like Maddie Delinga, Lauren Petersmark, and um, names and we've been talking Elizabeth about Blaine, for years, that's going to be tough. To, that's going to be tough to lose. I mean, yeah. like obviously there. 
Um, so when you look at the Malberg hire, I kind of I do like this hire. I really okay. like the hire. Um, the hire I really like is at Clarkston. Um, with yeah. Aaron Good now. Um, yeah, you mentioned that before over, on the air. Yeah, yep, take with Aaron Good now. I really like that he's taken over. Um, for Coach John Wire, the reason why I say this is because there's really not a lot of change you can do because I know he knows the girls really well, especially at the Michigan Pride AU team. Yes, um, which the connections are through the roof. The connections are for the roof. And, you know, there's not a lot of changes are going to be over there at Clarkson. I know. And I you wouldn't expect it. You, no. You, you don't expect Clarkson to go, yeah, we're going to change everything. And no, and I don't didn't expect there's that. There's no reason to. There's no reason to with the success they've been having. I mean, now I've heard a lot about their non-conference possibilities about <laughs> maybe going west a little bit into Livingston County okay. and playing some really tough teams there. All right. Um, like – like a Howell, a Heartland, Brighton, um, maybe Hudsonville. I mean, like, those are some tough teams out in the West. I mean, like in Livingston County, West. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hudsonville recently won the state title th- this year, divisional state title. And then you look at Heartland's a proven power. Heartland's a proven power. Um, you look at, obviously, um, you know, maybe playing Grand Blank. Grand Blank's going to be very good in girls – this year, I mean, like they always seem to be good. They always, well, the boys' <laughs> basketball team won a state title. Yes, and their baseball team won a state title. So that was really interesting. I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, but other than that, I just think when you look at when you look at Clarkston, um, they're going to be good. But the schedule that they're maybe playing, they're not conference, and then you add the red schedule. They might need Scooby Doo to come over there. <laughs> I'm serious. Give them some Scooby snacks, uh, but but that, that schedule is going to be brutal. It's true, but doesn't that go to? I mean, what's the makeup of the team this year? Oh, they're very good. I like Maddie Sikorsky a lot. Right? Izzy Haley's really it's improved. Not a, it's not a bunch of newbies to the no, varsity no, ranks. No, no. So, believe me, the coaches know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. to have, why do you schedule that way? Especially if you have an elite team. To or get you better in the postseason. Exactly. If you take your lumps in the regular season out of conference, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, but it's going to get you better. It's going to get you, it's going to get you, you know. You, so you really look at it, the record might be very deceiving. Oh, absolutely. It'll be very yes. deceiving. This is where, you know, we talked about this all the time. Yeah. What's the eyeball test? Yeah. And you can tell within the first five minutes of a game, oh, yeah, okay. Well, Clarkson girls basketball, I could tell it the eyeball test in about two minutes. <laughs> I know. I mean, like. Okay, you got me by three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what I mean? It's it, an elite team or a team that is seasoned mm-hmm. like they are. Mm-hmm. It, it's not shocking, not a surprise to go out. Now, we you go to, like, a team like Oxford. When we're talking football in Oxford, their schedule? Yeah. Completely different. That's gonna. That's if you look at that schedule. That tell, tell got, I mean, tell them. I mean, oh my. So I mean, God. these are polar opposite, ex, ex, you know, experiences here. The Clarkson, we know what they're going to be. The women's team is solid. We know they're going to be, and they're Ox- going to be competitive. Yeah, Oxford, they got experience when you look at Oxford football. They got experience, but that schedule just goes like it's insane. It's yeah. It's brutal. We got to get Zach Line on here. <laughs> We gotta be, get we gotta get after Coach Jack Lyon. I think he can definitely do it. I mean, like, I think it'll be really good. 
Well, it, we'd love. I'd love to hear about the team. I mean, oh yes. Last year was such an odd fall that mm-hmm. you know we we were talking to the coaches when everything was shut down, mm-hmm. and that worked out great. It worked out really. And we well. learned a lot about their teams, and you know, uh, you know, what are they doing to get the kids through the disappointment? But then it came roaring back. It and came we had roaring a, back, and we had right? a, we, we had, had a great a crazy season. season. Now I went to January. <laughs> it did. It did go to January. But so. that was fun, you that know. Was so and much fun. I was so happy that it, you know we've we've talked about it a thousand times. We're so happy that it, it, it happened. Mm-hmm. And the way it did, it was exciting. There were stories. It was fantastic. There were storylines being told, everything and all that. I mean, but like, with Oxford's schedule, dude. I mean, this is different. Uh, we're we're coming back to some. I'm knocking on wood, brother. Some normalcy. We're yes. looking at things, you know. If everything, everybody's doing their job still, you can you still have to be vigilant. Yes. Because this thing's still going on. Right. But uh, it's looking positive, and we mm-hmm. want to keep that, po- you know, hopefully it keeps going the way it's going. Yes. And the systems are in place to protect these they kids. They are in place. Yes. This is a different fall for Oxford. Yes. I'm, I'm almost saying that this is. They got experience. This is, I would almost say this is season one for the, the line. Uh, for the liner? Yeah. Because I mean, last they I, changed helmets, they changed. I mean, like they changed uniforms. Helmets and are going to score. Oh, they they changed hel- helmets. It went from blue to yellow now. Okay, I can see that. I mean, like I helmets think, are going to score you touchdowns. They got a they got a very good quarterback <laughs> in um, Brady Carpenter. They got a good team. I really like that team that they. I really like what Oxford has. To be honest, I really like what they have. I mean, yeah. like um, even though you know they got a lot of experience. I mean, like they're. I think. Oxford's going to surprise some people. I really think that this Wildcat team is going to surprise some folks. That's why I'm saying maybe this is year one. COVID was always an asterisk year. Yeah, yeah, it might. It's always bizarre because there were teams that some teams didn't play or off or on and rescheduled. I mean, how many times did we see the schedule go, oh, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. They're off the schedule. They're staying home this week. We're playing them. We're not playing. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just let's get it done for for the mental Absolutely. I mean this like, is different. This is different. We're coming back. Mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. as normal as we've been in a while. Mm-hmm. So Um now we gotta go. Yeah, so now <laughs> let's go from um let's go from football. We gotta talk about the Grove situation, the girls um girls basketball situation. Oh jeez. Um you know, um So does every is everybody aware? I mean, I know you've been following this story for a number of weeks. Yes, I've been following the story for weeks. And have you reported on? I I haven't posted on the blog anything yet, on the podcast. Antoine Simpkins. Anything on this yes, show? I've, I've, you've talked about it. Some? I've talked about it some, but not okay. real much. All right. But, so what, how about you give a refresher for those who are uh, just tuning in? Well, girls, girls basketball, of course. Um, Sunny. Um, you know, um, the um Antoine Simpkins um. Their coach, of course, um, was let go. Let go, and you know, and um, and you know, had, and after one after season. one season, went six and eight, but he won him a district championship. But you know, but there was a falling out. You know, there was a falling out, and I know it's been getting a lot of attention on Twitter. Um, and um, you know, and he's gotten a lot of support on it. You yeah. know, and, you know, he just sent out a statement on Thursday um, how he was forced out. I will, um, you know, and when reading it, it was I was stunned, you know, just stunned. And I sent it to you, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was you, hard to describe. And 
you know, uh, we're, if we're media, we're going to try to be a media outlet. Right. There's right? always two sides. To There's the always two sides. And, and that's, we're, we're getting one side of it. We're getting one side of it. If if what is what took place it's true. is true based on the statement from Coach that my my goodness it's it's like the extreme version of the parents taking parent over coup. the team and the parent, parent, coup. Oh, parent coup and saying yeah um you know it, and it doesn't sound like a, you know based on that statement it doesn't sound like a large group yes of parents it just seems like a small group if not just one family but we have but a, but it's again this is one side we don't yeah. have the other Everybody, but, but the it's... kids lose out in this. They yeah. lose out on this. I mean, like, you know, and you look at that team, you know, Groves, you know, they had a lot of, they they, they were an up-and-coming team. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, obviously. I mean, they may still be up-and-coming. They still may be. But, you know, but the having question, this sort of. Distraction dis, on dis, you? Distraction's a good but it's also disruption. It's a disruption. You know, it's not like, hey, oh, you're, I'm over here, I get, you know. Distracted. This is a disruption. This is a serious and disruption. And it's amongst the adults, you know, that are impacting these kids complaining about. It's just, if true, you know, mm -hmm. and the alleged uh, incidences of how this came down to have Coach removed down there. Mm -hmm. If true, it's like it's almost the epitome of modern day parenting going amok with seen, sports. I've seen this happen on many occasions. I've seen this happen, you know what I mean, where, you know, but, you know, you got to be careful. You got to be very careful. Yeah. I didn't post it on the blog, yeah. you know what I mean? I just wanted to just have well, a conversation. Well, has this been posted on Twitter? It is on Twitter right, right. now. He's so, in a statement, but so I'm he, not going so that far. So Coach released the statement. Mm -hmm. It's out there in the public forum. Yep. Uh, if you want to read it, go ahead. Go we're ahead. not, we we're not go, gonna go much into we, it. We won't go blow by blow. But it no. is but like you said, it and Sammy, I'll give you credit. Usual you know, most of the time, if not all the time, your analysis and thoughts are always with the kids. Mm-hmm. Right? right? You you being a, th a throwing coach and having worked with worked with students and uh, kids all these years, mm -hmm. it always goes down to the it comes back to the kids. Right. How are they going to be impacted? Are What's gonna... going on? Are they being, you know, giving the right direction? Is this, this instance to me just. We got to keep a very close eye on it. It just. Uh, it, it's, it's tough. It's just. It's tough. It's unnecessary. Too. It's unnecessary. It's I, you know, tough. If, if, if that is if, the one side. Again, there's two sides. There's so. always two sides to the story. So that's one of the reasons. So that's why I've been calling the Grove situation very toxic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The last couple of weeks. Um, I just wanted to. um put that down on every and don't you think based on that statement uh, uh, we I encourage listeners to go out and hunt yeah, it down hunt find it, down, it yep. read it just so mm -hmm. i mean we're tr we're trying to play you know this is usually good news it's usually good news you know <laughs> show, but, right you know but that's the um but, that's but don't you the, think that with this instance mm -hmm. it'll make it difficult for the next coach coming in i think it will or somebody thinking about going to the program or i think it will because you know you don't know what's going to happen you know what i mean and if you can get tossed yeah. That easily. Yeah. I mean, or I shouldn't one, say easily. But. After one year? Yeah. After one year? And a district you know, title. And a district title. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so that's, like you said, Sammy, you have, you've been following this story. You're going yep. to continue to follow it. I'm going to continue to follow I'm going to keep a very close eye on and it. And I'm um, assuming they're looking for a new hire, which 
I'm be curious to see what see happens. how long that takes. I'm be very curious to see how that goes. Um, Maybe it's one of those instances where they already had someone in mind. I don't remember. Know. We've we've heard that before. We've heard that before. They hire that's somebody. something to yeah. really look at. Um, another job we got to keep an eye on is at Ferndale. I mean, Ferndale. Yeah. You know, here's a positive. You know, I was really encouraged, obviously, with Ferndale. Um, you know that they're going to restart their basketball program. Yeah. Um, after one year where they were just um the uh women's team. Correct? Yeah, the women's team, yeah. girls basketball. They team. didn't field one. They didn't field one last year. No, but you know, Juan Rickman, the athletic director, sent out a um, you know, a tweet to MI Prep Zone. And, um, you know, about the job offering available, I sent out a, um, post, a column on it, wrote a column on it, you know, and, um, you know, so when you look at Ferndale basketball, I mean, like, obviously we know what's going on with the boys basketball program, <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're, they went to division two state semifinal last yeah. year. So when you really look at this job, I mean, Ferndale, you got a great athletic director in Sean Butler. You got, I mean, you got. The question for me for Ferndale is going to be its program strength. Yes. Um. So, um, what? Especially is, with a year off. Yeah, especially with a year off. I mean, Pontiac's the same way. Uh, Pontiac is the didn't same have, way. Didn't have enough uh, participants. They didn't have enough participants. So when you really look at Ferndale, obviously, um, Ferndale, you know, this is. I think this could be a good, could fit for somebody. You know what I mean? To take over a team, basically start from scratch. I mean, like you know. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, think about this. If you're like a new coach, you know what I mean, looking for an opportunity to lead your own program, this is the place for you to do it. I mean, like, you got, I mean, they got a great, great, bat, great facilities down there. I mean, they got great, Um, you know, you look at. Great fan base. Great fan base, you know, obviously. Very supportive. Very supportive. I mean, like. Very loud. Yes. <laughs> very loud. <laughs> And I really like the um, direction of Ferndale. I really like the direction that, um, you know, that they're going. I mean, like, I really like the direction that Athletic Director Sean Butler took, you know what I mean, that um, to put the job out there. Yeah. So um, I think that's a good, um, that's a good, good area. You know what I mean? A good place to coach Ferndale. It's an up-and-coming community. Um, you know, you got, it's a, it's a great blend of kids, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I said one time a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, if you're referring to a boys basketball coach, Juan Rickman, you know what I mean? Why not be like a, a recruiter within the school district, you know, say, you know what, you know, you know, and you know, here's what and, I did and, not know. Yeah. Rickman is also the cross country coach at Ferndale. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That is a combination. That is a great combination. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, like. You know, but I, I didn't know that. Sammy yeah, hit me with knowledge, brother. I just hit you. Now wow, you know. Right between the eyes. Yeah. Now I know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I, I have to get that sound effect. Yes, you do. <laughs> but but if you're but uh, but for me, if I had to say a message to want to coach Rickman right now, I'd say, you know what? I would be an advocate to um recruit some kids within the school and say, why not try girls basketball? I'm why not? sure. I'm sure. I think, that- he, I think he'll do it. Knowing him, or at mm-hmm. least you know, being a coach like that, and a very successful program like the boys' program. Yes, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's built program strength, which makes him really yes. happy, and and knows how to do it. So, yes. and you know, in athletic departments, the the ones that are functioning well, mm-hmm. there is that crossover. They are supporting each other. Each mm-hmm. coach, you know, the coaches know each other. They're usually good friends. And mm-hmm. how how do you need help? 
how can we help? That's usually the MO, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a solid athletic department, yes. you know they're going to be working together to try to build that up. Again. Absolutely, and I think that would be a very – I think if you're um, Coach Rickman, you know what I mean, why not be an advocate? Bring oh, yeah. In, bring in, bring in kids – I mean, like um, bringing kids within the school, you know what I mean, to um to have them try out for basketball, play basketball, you know, develop the forms and have fun, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Have some fun playing, you know yeah. what I mean? You see, I mean, like, you can see the positive influences that sports bring into people. Yes. And I think, you know, that would be a great thing if a great thing for Coach Rickman to do, you know what I mean? Besides yeah. his gig coaching the boys, you know, why not Why not bring them? Why not? You know what I mean? Because it, it, can, yeah. it, it the, can help you with your, help you with your influence. No, I agree. And the, the, the hard part, though, is being off that. You're not going to have the sub varsities, you know. You're not going to have those numbers, right? And that's that's the difficulty going in. But mm-hmm. coming from my experience in high school sports, we were a small small team. Yeah, at Dexter. Yeah, at right? Dexter, yeah, swimming. We didn't even have a pool. Mm-hmm. Nothing. We we're in the farm mm-hmm. country. And I, when I was a was I was a freshman in what 1986. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that team consisted of like. I think we had 10 guys, mm-hmm. maybe maybe 11. Mm-hmm. When you see the picture, there's two, just two rows of us in the school picture. There's, mm-hmm. you know, we had enough for a relay, a couple of them. Right. But, but there, we had a, a diver, one. Right. And then we had a couple, you know, they're, they're just small. And, but the good thing is, like, you, you learn. You know, I, that experience for me, we didn't win meets. Mm-hmm. We got blown out. Mm-hmm. We got killed every time. But then you grow and you learn uh, through that adversity mm-hmm. to going to, you know, eventually before I got out of there, we were, you know, we had a state champion diver. We mm-hmm. had state qualifiers. You know, we were beating teams that were like, you're beating us. Division one teams. And mm-hmm. we're this little class B team. And, but it works, right? You yes. can, the character you build, even losing is not a bad thing, right? It makes you tougher. It makes you stronger. Right, mm-hmm. and if you if you know how to lose, then you really appreciate the victories, right? Right. And uh, I know uh, you don't want to lose. No. And we're not encouraging. No, no, no we're, tanking. Not, we're not encouraging teams to tank. But what I'm saying is that if you it's it builds your character. Mm-hmm. Adversity is not a bad thing. Yeah. It makes you strong because through the whole your life. Yeah. You're going to face adversity. You're going to face adversity. You're going to face pressures in the real world. You right. know what I mean? Everything's so, not a blue ribbon. No. And, um, you know, so uh, so that's why. I'm, I inc- I'm thankful for all those losses. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am. Because the, the, the victories are so much sweeter. But I am really, really happy for Ferndale. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Especially I'm glad they're getting the program going. They're getting going. the program going. Yes. I'm really, really now, now they just gotta now, get a new coach in there. They yep. gotta get a um they gotta get and this is why I told um this is why um I'm encouraging um boys basketball coach Juan Rickman to be like a um saying, okay, um why not play um why not um to um be like that um that person within the district, you know what I mean, to say, you know, within the school and say, you know, what's, I encourage the girl, I encourage you guys to play girls basketball. I encourage you to enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll be, you'll be fine. I yeah. mean, like, you know, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to have a program where we just like, um, just play a couple games and then, 
you know, and say that's yep. it. You know and, what I mean? And we see some other teams around the OAA doing that. Like, uh, what was it? Track and field at Avondale. They didn't have a big no. We've uh, uh, contingent of runners, but we see the kids out there competing. They're competing, and they're out there doing it. Right? They're, out there doing it. Uh, there's they're a, you get having out, fun. Take a lot of guts to yeah. get out there and run the 3,200 meters. And we we saw it at districts or uh, at regionals, regionals, and the kids are out there doing it. Right? Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a great experience. You know what I mean? I encourage, I encourage those in Ferndale Nation. You know what I mean? Eagle Nation to um, you know, to play the the try to try playing girls basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Really, it's a great sport. To, it's a great sport. I, I I think they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be okay yeah, too. Me too. I mean, they got a great athletic director in Sean Butler. Yeah. Um, they. I mean, like I got confidence in I'm Ferndale. I got real, real strong confidence in them that they can get this um. Yeah, get, get it up this, and running again. Get up and running. And then uh, we're just looking over at Pontiac, hoping the same thing happens. Yeah, Pontiac yeah. will. Yeah, especially you know when you look at the course, same thing with Pontiac. Of course, I know Coach Christopher Wright really well. Um, you know, I, I mean think they have a coach in place. It do. was just about numbers. Yeah, it's just about numbers with Pontiac. I mean, like you know, but I I got a lot of confidence in Pontiac. Yeah, yeah. they can, they can get this done. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, I think Pontiac's an up and coming program. Do you have uh, not to change gears, but we're at like fifty three. Really. Uh, yeah, it's going wow. by quick today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, we've covered so many different topics. I know you have a list in front of you. My early top ten. Do you, shall we? You sure you want me? I can. Or should we wait? Are we going to wait? I think we're going to wait. Oh, Sam, I you teased me. I think we're going to wait because. Before, so all the listeners out there, everybody you... listening, just before we went on the air, mm-hmm. he he teases me with the list. He goes, "Look what I have." And he held it up. I'm going, ooh, I'm looking at it. And we actually started a discussion going, oh, wow, really? You know, and like actually arguing about it. And we're like, okay, this would be a good topic. And now he pulls. It's, I pull, it's like, here, would you like an ice cream, little I, kid? And I, he goes, nope, nope, no ice cream. <laughs> but I'll just say this. There are some, there's some listings on there yeah. that is going to uh, invoke some really interesting, really interesting debate. debate. And I think, you know, there's one team that there's – we forgot to, I forgot to mention one football team on here that what? I'm keeping a real close eye on, and that is Groves yeah. football. Okay. Because Groves is a team that they got a very good receiver in Jaden Magnum, and I'm really high on him. Question's going to be is how things are going to work for Groves. I've heard a lot of people saying Groves is going to be good, going to be good again. So okay. that's a team I'm really keeping a close eye on. But there are some teams in the blue that and there are some other teams I'm keeping an eye on too. Like Rochester's mm-hmm. a, a team I'm keeping a real close eye on. We already talked Stony Creek earlier. Yes. Oxford's getting a lot of love from you and I. Hey, yes. And um Stony Creek's getting a lot of love. You know why? Why? In my opinion, it's like when Oxford is a strong team. Doesn't that make everything around, at least the Orient area, Clarkston, doesn't it make it more fun? Sure. Having a strong Oxford club coming in, nothing like the crowds coming into Lake Orion or going up the road to Oxford when those teams are humming along. Sure. But we talked about this with Rochester. When Rochester had a chance to beat Adams, yes. you know what I mean, in, um, in the postseason. That was that would have been the first time since 1996, and then they go in they get, and they get blown out. I know. I still can't believe that. I can't either. I, I... And then you look at, of course, Berkeley winning their first playoff game since, 20, since 2013 yeah. when they knocked off Royal Oak. I mean, like 2016, I believe, when they knocked off Royal Oak. I mean, like. I mean, there's a lot of great storylines to look at with football. Yeah, we're. In, I'm interested to see if they can 
continue. These teams that had success during the COVID era, we'll call Oak it the Park. <laughs> Oak Park from 0-6 to uh, Yeah, but was that success? I mean, they, they got in because, because they Because everybody them. made the playoffs. That should have been your question. So what's the, oh, the communications director up at MHSA? John Johnson, long time. Yeah, he's He's retired. been there forever. He retired. Mm-hmm. He was a great uh, communicator with us here and, and all these different community media stations, but he's retired. Who's the new guy? I think it's Jeff Kimberly. Uh, Jeff Kimberly. Jeff Kimberly or something like that? Yeah. So we need to get a hold of that guy <laughs> and talk about that. Yeah. I, I responded in an email to him. I mean, like, I sent, a, I sent an email about, you football, know, when basketball. Every, everybody, when basketball get, yeah. everybody getting in for football again. That was awesome. That was really good. I mean, now they're going back to the. Um, I don't like it. Why don't you like it? I like that everybody you got in. That, well, at first looking I didn't, at strength of schedule, though. At first, I didn't dig it, but I'm like, Oak Park wouldn't have happened. I know Oak Park wouldn't have happened if everybody didn't get in the playoffs. But you think strength of schedule, You need. we need to go back to the. We need to go back to strength of schedule. I don't know. There's an argument, dude. I, I know there's a good debate topic here on this. I really liked it. I was hesitant last year, but I dug it. I really liked it. I did too. You know what I mean? I mean, look at look at basketball. Everybody makes the playoffs. You look at a course volleyball. Everybody makes the playoffs. I mean, I mean the volleyball districts are very weird this year. You look at like Lake Orion and Clarkson are split up this year, and yeah, and then you look at um, and then you look at obviously um, there's some others. You know, Berkeley had a huge renaissance last year in volleyball. I yes. mean, like you know, and then of course um, I mean, so we've seen. I it. get I get so many complaints from everybody about I, um, I really liked how they incorporated it mm-hmm. into the regular season. Yes, right. That's part of the total game. Yes, you're going to lose some games, but but I really liked it, Sammy. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. And a lot I of thought people, it was. I awesome. thought a lot of people liked it. You know, I thought a lot of people liked it. But now everybody's going back to the yeah, same old whatever. But you know, but they don't. <laughs> But they don't look at it from a different perspective, obviously. When you look at eight and one teams, you know, if yeah. you're finished eight and one, you may still might not get in the playoffs because of your strength of schedule. Yes. You know, if you're like yes. a seven and two team, you still might not get in the playoffs because of your strength of schedule. So, yes. you know, so it's really important to play those type of tough games, you know, to really help you with your strength of schedule. We know. Yeah. And I mean, because we saw Cupcakeville. There's teams that play Cupcakes. Yeah. Get the blowouts. Yeah. Have the bench play for three quarters of the game. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, I still liked everybody in though, Sammy. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> and uh, ending on a fiery note. Yeah, you just ended on a fiery <laughs> note. All right, now everybody, I'm gonna sign off here. We had a lot of great emotions today. We had happy, sad, confused, confused, <laughs> mind boggled, everything. Bamboozled. Bamboozled, everything. <laughs> all right, now everybody, I'm gonna sign off here. Um, take care, everybody, and see y'all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy Now is produced by Sammy Termina. The views on this show are his and mine alone. If you'd like to uh, be a guest on the OA Now, give us a call at 248-393-1060. We'd love to get some sort of fan reaction, especially with YouTube Live coming in. There is a chat function we're playing with. What? Really? That's it for this week's edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya! See ya!